So welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we're going to talk about the secret to attain everything, to feel that you've attained everything. Because in life, we spend so much time <laughs> as a human society running around trying to get things, trying to attain things, so much money, so much energy, so much effort, so much work, so many products, right? So many things, so many things. And yet, most people don't feel that they've attained everything. And even if they get the stuff, right? Has anyone ever bought something on Amazon? And you think, yeah, it's going to be great. And then when you get the package, you open the box. And yeah, it might be, might be nice for a short amount of time, maybe. Most of the time, it doesn't really do anything for us, does it? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, doesn't last. Typically, the happiness we get from shopping lasts a maximum two days, apparently, according to studies. So there's lots and lots of things. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy anything. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with online shopping. It's just an interesting situation of so much effort, so much work, so much time to try and feel better. And yet it doesn't seem to be working out very well. If we had a room here of a hundred billionaires, a hundred billionaires, and I asked the question, hands up, who needs more money? All hands would go up in that room, all hundred. <laughs> so everyone wants more stuff, right? And many, many people who are very wealthy are on antidepressant drugs because they're not happy. They're anxious and, and depressed. So we have a world of lots and lots of stuff, lots of things happening, lots and lots of content, loads and loads and loads of different apps, every sort of possible food you can imagine you can buy. And yet, how many people feel, feel in their hearts that yes, indeed, I have attained everything. So today we're going to be diving into how we can actually feel, feel that we've attained everything. Because this method of running around trying to get stuff, I think by now, you know, you're a spiritual person. You've already done a lot of work on yourself. You've already thought about these things. You know yourself there must be a better method. We've already tried that other method. So we're going to go deep into this today into what does it what does it mean really really and truly heart on heart heart hand on heart heart and soul from the heart to feel that you've attained everything to feel satisfied to feel all your desires have been fulfilled to feel happy to feel that you are content and at peace with yourself and with the world so we're going to talk about the old way, which I just briefly touched upon, and then the new way, the way that we can actually go deep into this, this feeling of fullness. So the old way, which 
we all have a lot of experience with and our society, as soon as you pick up your phone, go online, turn on the TV, do anything, you're going to get exposed to the old way. Instantly. And if you listen to conversations, it's based on this stuff. This is like a continuous paradigm, conscious awareness practice that people don't even realize they have. It's an unconscious practice of trying to achieve more more feelings or more success in life based on doing certain things or having certain things. So the old way, the fundamental underpinning of the old way is that I am lacking and only through working and then making money and then buying stuff or only through getting something or doing something or getting it into a relationship or being in a certain place or there's long long list only after this this and this will I finally feel better so the old way is fundamentally I'm lacking and the means through which I can feel better is this 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 and this and this and everyone has their own list of things that they think is going to do the trick some people think if they get a million subscribers, then everything will be great. Or they become number one best-selling author, or they become famous celebrity, or they become, you know, whatever it is, or get something, something. Everyone's got their own thing that they think is going to do the job. And then what happens? They get what they want. Right? And they realize... It doesn't mean anything. This is so many tennis players, sports players. They win the thing. They're happy for a short amount of time. Many of them actually experience depression shortly after getting their gold medal or getting their their prized trophy or whatever it is. They actually go into a downward spiral in the, the weeks following. So this is happening on all levels, whether it's top top sports people or people who are number one in their game or whatever it is making billions of dollars it happens to that level of of success and it also happens on a smaller level getting our little amazon packages and all these sorts of things so that's one way of going about things focusing on what we don't have chasing after it putting all the effort in in the hope we'll feel better later and then getting what we want and then realizing it didn't really fill the hole in our heart, in our soul. So are you ready to let that method go? Would you like a better method? <laughs> this is what we've been taught since we were children, this method. Our parents got us into it, even if they didn't mean to. Our peers got us into it on technology and advertising. Everyone's been promoting this method again and again and again and again and again. Would you like an upgrade? Well, 
I'll tell you a little story of, of how I discovered the alternative to this. <laughs> when, I was, when I was 18, before I had a spiritual awakening, I was living a, you could say, a normal life in many regards. I had a job in a restaurant. I was 18 year old, didn't have much money, worked in a restaurant. And uh, I didn't like my job, didn't like my life, didn't feel very happy. I used to smoke a lot of marijuana like all my friends did, you know, most people do nowadays, you know, it's just what you did when you were a teenager. So I didn't like my life. I wasn't happy. And I thought I needed cannabis and clothes and cigarettes and going out to parties. And I needed all these things to feel happy, right? So then I thought, well, I need money to get those things. So I had to get a job in a, rest a restaurant, washing dishes for minimum wage. So I wasn't feeling happy, but I needed to get money. So I would ride my bicycle about four or five miles into Cambridge, Cambridge, England. Work in this nasty restaurant till about 12 o'clock at night. And didn't enjoy it. It was very harsh and unpleasant work in a smelly kitchen. Then I would come home really, really tired after a hard day's work. And I would <laughs> often smoke away all the money I made that evening that evening right or I would buy some stuff that I didn't really need to try and feel better immediately so I made I did something I didn't like to make money and then the money I got I used to try and deal with the pain that I had because of the job I didn't like right can you see what a weird situation this is. I'm in this painful situation, so I have to work. I don't like the work, so I need to do these drugs and buy this stuff to feel better. But those things mean I have to get money, which, which is why I don't like my life, which is why I need to buy the things. This is a, a classic vicious cycle. And it went on and on and on. Luckily, I had a spiritual awakening. I was pulled out of my body and shown another path. I was shown a different timeline of what it was like to actually feel happy. <laughs> to feel happy for no particular reason. Just to have natural happiness. Natural happiness. And once I saw this vision, I was pulled out of my body and saw a new life. And I knew in that reality, in that vision, that this is a possible thing. I had never even really thought of it before. I took my first step on this new path, was pulled back in my body, and I started feeling happy for no particular reason. Because, I mean, I'd learned that I'm a spiritual being, and that should be enough. You know, I'm a spiritual being, and you're a spiritual being, being of light, being of joy. So I started to feel, started to feel naturally happy. And guess what happened after that? <laughs> I felt happy, right? So I didn't need to buy all these drugs and alcohol and all this nonsense that was actually causing me sorrow, right? So I didn't need to go to work. So I didn't need to waste my life, right? It, this whole vicious cycle of feeling bad, making money, buying stuff I didn't need to feel better, it goes round and round and round. That whole cycle was completely cut, was broken, as soon as I realized that I could feel happy for free by myself. 
So I thought there's no point in me going to work because I don't need to buy the stuff because I'm not unhappy in the first place. So I just stopped going to work. And then I figured out how to do things that I actually enjoyed doing for its own sake. And since then, you know, we've gone on to make millions of dollars and set up all these companies and do all this stuff. You know, this, so that's a, another story. But the interesting thing is that by feeling good, it allowed me to actually enjoy my life and attract wonderful things to me. So this this is a radical shift, and I was really quite surprised. This was a major thing. I didn't expect this to happen to me. But it totally changed the whole trajectory of my life. So this is this is the new way. The new way is to realize, first of all, that you have, you personally, right now, have this huge amount of good vibrations. <laughs> wonderful vibrations, peaceful energy, loving vibrations, blissful vibrations, feeling that you've attained everything. You have so many good feelings inside of you. You might not always feel them, by the way. They might be a little bit hidden away underneath something else, right? But they're there they're there because who we are, who we really are, is a being of good feelings, of good vibrations. Why do we want to feel good at all? Why are we interested in feeling good? Like it's, it's just a basic question, but why do we not like feeling depressed and anxious and stressed out? Why don't we like that? And why do we like feeling happy and peaceful and joyful? Right? This, it seems such a basic question, but they're just different states of being. Why are we pref preferring one over the other? The reason is because it's natural. It's natural for you to feel happy. It's natural for you to feel blissful and relaxed and feel like you've attained everything because that's who you are. That's who you are. That's your nature. That's, that's you. That, that good feeling that you feel, the wonderful feeling when you feel really, really happy and everything's going really well and you're feeling wonderful, you think, ah, this is great. What a good feeling. That's you. That's your natural state. That's why you like it. That's why we all like it. So that's what we love. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it because it's natural to us. And when we don't feel good, it really distresses us. So no wonder there's so much effort going into running around doing all this stuff, you know, the old way. The fact that people spend so much money and effort and time trying to feel better proves that feeling good must be really important to us. Because <laughs> if it wasn't important, we wouldn't bother putting in all the work. And if that method worked, then that would be that would be worth the effort because feeling good is really, really important. So what we're doing here is we're saying, look, why don't we just cut out all the extra steps involved in the feeling good part of life? Instead of saying, 
I'm going to work, 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 bust my ass, work harder, work harder again. Keep sacrificing and work more, more and more and more and more. And then hopefully one day I'll feel all right about everything. We're saying, how about we flip it on its head and we say, I'm going to choose to feel good now. (laughs) Feel good first. Feel good first. You might want to write this down, just this word, this word, feel good first. Feel good first, right? This is a paradigm shift. Like this is a major shift in consciousness. When you, if you write that down and you think about what does that mean? It means put your good vibrations, your wonderful feelings, put your good vibrations at the very, 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 very top of your priority list, your to-do list. Right? Does do you have a, a to-do list? Do you ever write down what you need to do? Well, I have lots and lots of lists. <laughs> Goals and lists, right? And I've realized, I've realized that feeling good needs to permanently live at the top of the list. Coming into a higher state of consciousness is what we're talking about. Coming into the flying stage. The flying stage. Flying stage is a state where you feel really, really good. Really, really good. And you feel like you're flying because you're a spiritual being. Spiritual being is bodyless, divine light. So you can imagine you're like a flying bird. You're flying up, up, up above everything. And all of life and everything else, all the details, all the to-dos, all the things, they're all far, far, far below. And you're a flying bird up in the light. Flying like an eagle in the sky, above everything. Flying on the currents. And you can come back into that consciousness. It's really important to remember this this isn't like some reserved state for some mystics somewhere in the Himalayas. You are a powerful soul right now, right now, right now, and always, day and night, day and night, every day. You're a powerful soul. There's nothing special about gurus and spiritual teachers and saints. The only difference is that they're just more aware. They just think about this stuff more often. It's not that there's anything else different. They're just giving attention to the flying stage, to their spirituality. That's all it is. Like, what's the difference between what you would call a worldly person and a spiritually minded person living in an ashram? There might actually be no difference because it depends on the thinking. But let's say there is a difference. The only difference is that the people are paying attention. They're focusing on their spiritual energy. 
that's already there. It's there in everyone. It's there in everyone all the time, every single day, day and night. It's just where are we focused? So the old way, the old way is focusing our attention on everything that we need and running around trying to get all these things finished so that finally after everything is taken care of and all the bills are paid and everything's all nice and neat and all the ducks are in the row and everything's been resolved and all the situations are better, <laughs> then, then maybe next year sometime we can finally relax. Right? That's what it, all that means is we're paying attention, we're giving our focus to all the external things in our life as priority. So that's one way of living, and we know the consequence of that. It's a very disturbing life that never ends, and we hardly ever feel satisfied because as soon as you get something, there's always another thing to do. The new way which is available to anyone, anytime, no matter who you are, where you are, where you live, how old you are, how young you are, right? There's no, like, anything to do with race or sex or gender or anything. All these labels, all these external labels is irrelevant to this because everyone's a spiritual being. Doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, none of these things. All it is, <laughs> is refocusing our attention away from the outside, away from our body, away from the world around us, looking within and realizing I am this wonderful shining light, pure consciousness, pure vibrations, and remembering I am a happy soul. I'm a shining, smiling, happy soul, happy being happy presence. You have wonderful good vibrations. Good vibrations. Good vibrations. And you can actually feel that you're lifting up, rising up, rising up beyond the limitations of the world into the flying stage where it's almost like you're flying up and then you're in this state of freedom. And as you focus on that feeling of flying and feeling of freedom and feeling of infinite peace, ah, yes, then everything starts to feel right, feel good. Your heartbeat will start to slow down. You'll feel more relaxed. And it's easy. I am a spiritual being. I'm a flying bird, flying being, being of divine peace. All we're doing is refocusing on what we are, who we are and what we are. So you're a loving soul. You're a shining soul. <laughs> you're a smiling soul. You're a beautiful soul. You're a blessed soul, content. And one of the wonderful words is, I have attained, I have attained, I have attained. If you can say that from your heart and feel that you've attained everything, because you are a spiritual being, as soon as you remember who you, who you are and you feel it, in that very instant, 
you experience what's called Jivan Mukti, liberation in life. As soon as you remember, I am an immortal being, I'm an eternal being, I'm a powerful soul. (laughs) As soon as you wake up to that, you will have liberation in life in that very second. liberation in life in an instant. (laughs) It might start out as a nice idea, but you will feel it because that's who you are fundamentally. Many, many people Many millions of people have had near-death experiences where they, one minute they're wondering about getting on with their life, then they get in some sort of accident or something happens in the hospital. They get pulled out of their body. And there's been countless stories of this where they fly up and they realize they are this flying light, this shining light, this pure presence. And they feel a deep, 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 deep peace and contentment beyond anything they've ever felt in their life. (laughs) all of a sudden, right? And how does that happen? Because they're a spiritual being. They always were a spiritual being. They just haven't been paying attention to it. Feels so good, most people will say they don't want to come back because they feel so good because they're free, right? But then, then they have to come back anyway because it's not their time. Then they come back in their body And their life is different because then they know they're that spiritual being. Then they're not afraid of dying. They're not afraid of anything because they're free. You don't need to have a near-death experience. You can just remember, (laughs) I am a soul. I am a soul. I am the light. I am the light. I am consciousness. I am a happy soul. I'm a happy soul. We need to talk to ourselves like this. You can write this down. Just this a few thoughts for you to have. I am soul. This is a very, very important thought to have, like thousands of times a day. I am a spiritual being. I am a soul, a light, consciousness, like a shining point. Infinitely small, pure light. I am that light. I am that light. If you talk to yourself like this, you'll start to feel the good vibrations. Right? Can you can you feel the difference? It, let's say I'm thinking to myself, "Oh gosh, there's so much to do. I'm not very good. I haven't got any time. Oh, what about this? What about all these people? Oh, why isn't this thing? Oh, the news. Oh, God, did you hear about that terrible thing?" Can you feel the energy? Just worry, worry, stress, 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 right? Now compare that, those thoughts to, I am light, I am light, I am divine bliss. (laughs) I'm free. I'm a liberated being, right? What a difference. What a huge difference. We We have the choice about what we focus on, and we have a choice on what we think about. So, The new method is to basically put these practices and these experiences at the very, very, very top. (laughs) 
of our priority list for our life. Number one, number one, number one is wake up and remember I'm a spiritual being, a beautiful, shining, radiant energy, different from the human body. The body's great. I love the body. Send the body blessings, give it healing energy, feed it properly, right? We like our body. We're grateful. But we're not the body. We're eternal consciousness. So we focus on that number one, number one, number one. Then we connect with a higher power, which is the source of all the good vibrations, infinite bliss, infinite love, infinite joy, <laughs> right? The source of all good vibrations, like a shining spiritual sun, shining the light down, shining the light down, shining it down into you. Ah, yes. And then when you're feeling that freedom, that flying stage, that you've already attained everything, <laughs> you don't need anything because you've attained everything now, today, right here. <laughs> right? Then you can take care of the dishes. <laughs> then you can send an email, right? Then you can pay your bills or whatever it is, right? Drive the car, go to the store. You feel the difference? First of all, practice that you're free, you've attained everything, that you're, everything's great. Then do the stuff after that. It doesn't even have to take very long. It doesn't have to take long at all. This is a absolutely game-changing shift in consciousness. And anytime you go online or do anything else, you're going to be reprogrammed in the old way instantly. <laughs> Almost immediately. Hardly anyone talks about this. How many people talk about these things realistically? Hardly anyone does. To feel good first, to feel you've attained everything, to feel that you're in the flying stage. to feel completely satisfied. And when you do that, you can actually re-look at your list of stuff to do and think, do I even need to do any of this stuff, really? <laughs> That's the funny thing. When, when you feel really good, you're like, hang on a minute, why am I doing all this stuff in the first place? Do I really actually need this? Or am I just trying to do these things so that I get this other thing, so I get this other thing, so I get this other thing, so that then I feel good later? So much of our, of our daily behavior is based on that old way of thinking. So if you already feel you've attained everything and you feel fantastic, you can then upgrade what you're doing you might end up doing different things that are much more valuable, you know, much more effective. There's normally lots of strange reasons why we do things, and we don't even know why they are there. We just take it for granted. So the more you feel that you've already attained everything, the more that is your life. 
then you can look at everything else in your life from that perspective. And then think, all right, does this, does this still make sense? I'll give a, an example of this. Like I like to go skiing. I was skiing last week. And there's two ways of going skiing. One is to think I would like to go skiing because I'm lacking something now and I'll feel better when I'm on the slopes going down the mountain. And the other way is to think and not just to think, but to feel, I'm going to practice being liberated and attained everything while I'm driving up the mountain, and I'm going to feel that I've attained everything while I'm on the chairlift, and I'm going to feel that I've attained everything when I'm going down the mountain. I, I really like skiing because the, the best part for me is actually going up on the, on the lift, because I close my eyes and I feel that I've already attained everything, and I'm a spiritual being, and then I try and practice bringing soul consciousness, spiritual consciousness down into my feet so that I'm bringing spiritual energy into my feet all the way into my body. And I noticed when I started practicing that, that my skiing skills immediately improved. <laughs> it was quite funny. <laughs> so, oh God, I'm much better than I used to be. I wasn't trying to get better. I was just focusing on being soul conscious, being aware that I've attained everything in my body all the way down to my feet. And without doing anything, I was able to be better at skiing. I'm not very good at skiing. I'm reasonably good. But that practice made it all even better. So, so the point we're bringing in is to take these experiences and bring it into our life, bring it into our life. So if you're doing an email or you're talking to a friend or you're making food or you're driving your car or you are, you know, washing a cup, right? Or buying stuff from the store. You can bring that feeling that you've already attained everything into what you're doing. And you'll find it's much more interesting. Something that would otherwise be mundane actually becomes a spiritual experience. Right? Choosing your groceries, driving down the street, attending a Zoom meeting, you know, whatever it is you're doing. sitting in the office it becomes it becomes a spiritual experience because you're in a spiritual consciousness and everything is a spiritual experience from that space <laughs> so then there's no separation between who you really are and the rest of your life. It's all one big thing.
So this is extremely profound change in attitude and awareness. Attitude and awareness. Your attitude towards life is that I'm this flying being, I've attained everything and I don't need anything. And then from that good feeling, you can buy food and look after your body and pay your bills. And I'm not saying that the body doesn't need anything, right? The body is a physical thing. It needs to be fed, it needs to be clothed, it needs to have certain things, right? So we want to look after our body, get enough sleep, do relaxation practices, you know, do whatever you need to so you're physically healthy, take the supplements that you need and all those sort of things. But it's much different feeling that you, you, the soul, the self, the real being, you're all right to start with. You're sending good vibrations to your body, to all the cells in your body. So you're healthier, you'll be healthier, physically healthier by practicing this. All your work will be easier because you feel you've already attained everything and you're coming from a good place. So that, that immediately makes it <laughs> more enjoyable and easier to manage. And the relationships are better because you feel you've attained everything. You don't need the other person to treat you a certain way. You're not demanding things of other people because you already feel you need. your needs are met, right? It's the expectations and demands that make relationships dysfunctional and toxic. When we feel, I need, I need, I need, and then the other person can't give us what we want, and then we feel upset, and then they feel, you know, trapped. That whole thing is causing so much sorrow. But if you feel you've attained everything, then you can give, you can give blessings, you can be free. And the other person's going to appreciate your vibrations, Everything's so much more, more relaxed and more harmonious. And then, of course, we can really look at our lists of everything we're doing and think, do I even need to do half this stuff at all? If I already feel I've attained everything, what's the point? And maybe there's a better thing to do that'll be more, more valuable. When I had that spiritual awakening when I was 18, I just canceled pretty much everything I was doing. I realized that my whole life, <laughs> my whole life revolved around me not feeling good and having to do all these things to try and feel better. And when I felt better, my life didn't make any sense anymore to me. So I just canceled all these things and immediately had all this time and energy because it was totally unnecessary. And I felt better than ever. So, there's always an opportunity for an upgrade. You might even look around your house and think, hmm, if I feel that I've attained everything and I'm at peace with myself, do I need all this stuff? Or is this actually causing me stress? Well, what is it all here for? I mean, I'm not suggesting you should, should give it all away, you know, and live in a cave. There's nothing wrong with having some stuff. But do you need all of it? You know, is it, how many of the things are things that actually support your well-being and how many of them are just a nuisance to have to deal with and move around and 
So this, this is really a huge change in our consciousness and in our lifestyle and in our relationships. And the good vibrations that you have will lead to you doing stuff that will create success in your life in various ways. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> Such a beautiful thing. <laughs> so you just think about this stuff, tune into it, feel it. We have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of meditations that are all about like, what is the point of meditation. The point of meditation, very simple, is to refocus our attention inwards on the feeling that we've already attained everything, that we feel satisfied, we feel peaceful, we feel relaxed, we feel safe, we feel loving, connecting with a higher power, receiving the good vibrations. Ah, yes. And then that whole energy field transforms your psyche, your emotions, your heart, and also helps the physical body. Meditation and the higher states of consciousness are very, very good for our health. And then we bring that energy, that wonderful energy, into every area of our life. And if there are any things in your life that don't align with that vibration, then you can let them go. You can let them go. Many people say that the more they experience higher states of consciousness, they start to eat differently. They just realize they gravitate towards food that's going to make them feel better rather than food that's temporary satiating, but then they make some, gives them a stomach ache or whatever it is later on. They just eat better food and then they feel better overall. Other people say that they lose interest in certain TV shows and random stuff on the internet that they used to be interested in because it just seemed ridiculous. Just look at it and think, what the hell am I watching this for? This is absurd. <laughs> Why do I care about these people, these characters? They're not even real, you know. They just think, I haven't got time for this anymore. Some people, they their relationships change. Some people, they change jobs. Some people, they move somewhere. In some cases, nothing much changes, but you just feel happier. You just feel better, better vibrations, more joy in your heart. So this is, this is the great game of life. This is the game within the game, the game within the game. Life is a big game. And the big game we're playing within that game is put your good feelings, your higher consciousness that you already are. And it's so important, so important, so important. You remember, this isn't some special thing for some special people. You are a powerful, radiant, blissful being. Already, always, 
always, before you were born, after you die, right now, day and night, you're always, always, constantly, endlessly, a powerful spiritual being. Always. There's nothing you can do to stop that being real, because that's who you are. So you don't have to do anything. You don't have to become a spiritual person. You don't have to try and do something to get spiritual. You already are a spiritual being. All we're doing is bringing our attention, our sacred focus, to the fact that you are what you are. You don't have to do anything. You just remember, remember. Just remember who you are. Just remember who you are. Just remember that you're that wonderful light, that wonderful, blissful, shining soul. And then you can have a nice big smile. <laughs> big smile. We can all have a nice big smile together. <laughs> smiling makes you even happier. So you're a smiling soul with a smiling face. Good vibrations. You can put your hand on your heart and you can say, Yes, I am a spiritual being. Yes, I am this shining light. I am a flying being. I have attained everything. And just stay with it a little bit longer, just a little bit longer, again and again, these and grace, like a little game. This is the game within the game. And just remember and remember and just wake up and re-waking up, wake up again. And if you fall back to sleep and get into the old way, don't worry about it. Don't give yourself a hard time. Just say, oh, there it is. Now let me wake up again. Just don't worry about it, you know. Just keep waking up and staying awake. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your beautiful, shining presence for everyone who's listening live. It's such a joy to be with you all. And thank you for the comments that came in. Very grateful. It's lovely to be with you live. Sending blessings and love from a sunny day here in Sedona, Arizona. It's a nice sunny day in the winter. A little bit of snow on the mountain tops. Wishing you a wonderful day, wonderful week, staying in your highest state of consciousness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And keep smiling, keep shining. <laughs> You're a great soul, a powerful soul. You've attained everything. You're a flying, flying bird, a flying being. Much love. Om Shanti.